0: Today we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocents. To really first begin to understand why we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocent, and to really get into the context of our Gospel reading today, we have to look at the main character and the person that we focus on today, which is Herod. Herod was one of the kings in Judea at 40 BC, during his reign, he, complete, he completed the conquest of taking almost all the land that belonged to Israel and the son of David back for the kingdom. As he ruled, he tried to make himself look like this powerful monarch, this powerful king who was the descendant of the son of David. So in doing so in his scheme, he turned his allegiance then to Rome and used the powers of Rome to find new cities, to initiate extravagant construction projects for his kingdom with the backing of Rome's patrons and their military. Even though he was the king at that time he was still seen as a foreigner by the elite, someone that's n- faking being the monarch, being the king, because he, was, he wasn't of true ruler descendant. And for that reason, it grew insecurities in him, which consumed him. And what is interesting is that insecurity led him to kill his wife and his sons, Because he believed that they were going to overthrow him. His goal and his mission as the ruler was to get this title, the Great. To be someone great by society, by the people, meant a lot to him. So he would do anything in his power to earn that title, to earn that recognition. But in his insecurities, in his fear, he began to doubt and try to find who is going to be overthrowing him, who's going to hinder him from becoming great, because he wanted himself to be seen as the Messiah, the Savior, the greatest of them all. And so in this extreme paranoia, He began to dig through scriptures and bring in these scholars to figure out if there was truly going to be a Messiah or not. And he came through these prophecies of the prophets. He found these readings and found that the Messiah is on his way. It's coming. And when the Magi approached him and asked him, have you seen the Messiah? Have you seen the star in the distance? These mages, these people who aren't sophisticated, these people who are looking for signs in the world, found it. So Herod himself began to grow in fear, knowing that these prophecies are going to be fulfilled. So he goes out and hunts down all the boys under the age of two, massacres them and kills them. In search of the Messiah, in search of the truth, and in search of the one who's going to overthrow his kingdom. But what does that mean for you and I? What does that mean for us as we sit here and reflect on the life of the holy innocents? I think for us to really reflect on the life of the holy innocents, we have to look at Herod himself. Because Herod reflects for us what our true insecurities are. Not to that extreme, but it reflects our own insecurities. We can tie it back very similarly to our lives in abortion. When we look at abortion, the arguments for those who are pro abortion are saying it's my choice, it's my body, it's what. I want to do because that glob of cells is hindering me from doing what I want to do, from succeeding in my career. It's hindering me from living out my life truly and freely. How does that not sound like Herod? Because these things are inconvenience to us. It makes us uncomfortable and it impedes on my desire and my plan for myself. And for that reason, anything that hinders me from living out my own will, my own plans, should be destroyed, should be killed, and should be eliminated. Okay, that's something extreme. But what other things can that be tied to? It can be tied into simply our self-pious, our self-pity. I have to do these things to make myself look great. I have to do X, Y, and Z. And those who don't do X, Y, and Z and line up to my piety, to my greatness needs to be destroyed. I don't physically kill them, but I kill them by my tongue, by speaking blasphemy about these people, about complaining about how I'm more pious, I am better. These people who don't do what I do are not as pious, are not as worthy, are not as great as I am. Therefore, they don't deserve it. Therefore, they're not worthy. Therefore, they're not worthy of being Christ's child and I will destroy them. But in destroying them, my dear brothers and sisters, we have just hurt the innocent, those who do not deserve of our own destruction of them, those who are still our brothers and sisters, those who are still deserving of God's love, and most importantly, those that have been hurt by our words, our actions, and our deeds. Our lives are our struggle. We're human beings. We need God. We're reminded in our first reading today that God is that light. God is that strength. God is that ability for us to overcome these struggles, these challenges. Because it's not something new. It's not something that we just came up with this, in this century from abortions to our self-centeredness. But it's the root of original sin. We turn into ourselves, we focus in ourselves, and in doing so, we hinder and club everyone at the knee that prevents us from living that self-centered life. But as we celebrate the holy innocence, we're reminded that we are not called to live for ourselves. We're called to live the truth. We're called to be light of the world and live out the example that Christ has called each and every one of us. To be bearers of that truth. To be bearers of that light in the darkness. To be bearers of Christ Christ. Not just, in our, not just in what we believe, our inner disposition, but to live out that gospel message by our words, our actions, and our deeds. Because when we don't, that insecurity, that pride, that narcissistic mentality that Herod displayed today in our gospel reading will bleed out into everything that we do, will lead us to hurt. The innocent because we see abortion children walking the streets of poverty being malnourished and malfed and war where kids are left without parents without a place to live without a place to be that's what our pride our narcissistic, narcissistic mentalities and our self-centeredness can create So let us pray for those that have died in proclaiming that gospel, in living out that gospel, who died innocently because of someone else's pride, egotistic mentalities, and self-centeredness. But also pray for ourselves, that we may be changed, purified, converted to become selfless, To become gifts to others so that we don't begin to create the same issues, the same struggles, and same challenges that Herod created for his time.